Hello. Hello. Hello, governor. Hello. <laughs> Just look at a picture of our governor. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot who he was. I forgot what we were just doing. <laughs> Two seconds ago. I did not get any sleep. Which means you night. know it's going to be great. Oh, man. <laughs> I have an ear infection again. Mm. So I can't sleep. I'll wake up and my head's pounding. Yeah. Not like my head. It's not like a headache. It's like a ice pick. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, I had ear pain. I know what you mean. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't have it right now, but yeah. <laughs> Miss, I've never had a headache in my entire no, life. No, but I've had ear infections. In my entire life. <laughs> this is hysterical history. Hello. <laughs> I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. Haley. And it's a comedy history podcast. Comedy first, history second. What do you know about Vespucci land? Murka. Murka. The Murakas. The Murka. Plural. Because he did the bottom one, too. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Don't be gross. What do you mean? What do I know about Vespucci? I mean, a decent amount. I live in it. Vespucci land? Yeah. What do you know about the Spooch himself? <laughs> the Spooch. The Spooch. 109.3, the Spooch. 107.7, the Spooch. <laughs> Not a lot. <laughs> I, feel, I, I think practically nothing. I know his first name is Amerigo. Amerigo Vespucci. I wonder, like, it is weird that it's named after his first name. It's just like Vespucci was too Italian. (laughs) We can't can't call it Vespucci land. America sounds fine. We're going to talk about that. Oh, great. Because it is um, a rule of cartographers. They have their own, like, rule naming thing that, like, um, biologists do. Mm -hmm. That uh, when you name a place after a person, you go by their last name unless it's, uh, like, a royal person or, like, a religious figure and they don't have a last name. So it's, uh, like, Virginia or Georgia, but it's Hudson Bay or the Cook Islands. Right. So why is it? America. Because Vespucci is ridiculous. <laughs> we'll talk about we'll talk about it. I'm excited. Uh, we'll talk about America. Or we continue our theme about it being about America. America. But it's just we're stretching America out to the whole America. The whole Western Hemisphere. Hi. Friends. Country. Fam. Yep. Fam. So Countrymen and fam are the same. Yeah, basically. Lend me your ears. Your working ears. Yeah. Your non-bacterial not your, ears. <laughs> not your bad ear. So Vespucci was born and raised in... Italy? Yes, in <laughs> Florence. His, his name is incredibly Italian. In Florence. In Firenze. In Firenze. I've been there. I've been to his hometown. I'm so jealous. It's pretty. How did you go to Italy before me? <laughs> I don't know. It's very weird. <laughs> My dad just like has I mean, gone you went again to... and again and again, and he's never taken me. It's so rude. It's so rude. I mean, you went to France before I did. That's true. So that's fair. It all evens out, I guess. <laughs> uh, oh, first I want to. Uh, so in American public schools, there's at least like when I was coming up, there was. Uh, I'm coming up. Uh, yep. In uh, American public school. I want the spooch to know. <laughs> okay, what? Uh, he he kind of gets like a vague, I don't know. You don't really learn a whole lot about him. He's no. sort of just like, um, 
I don't know. He's one of those like noble explorer guys with an astrolabe and a map. He's like Copernicus, and that you like mention him because it's important, like note yeah. in history. But then you go anyway, and you move on anyway. But yeah, He's a shout I, out. I wanted to do something with him, but I was I was worried. I started reading stuff, and it's like, oh yeah, he it's named after him, and he the end. He saw some stuff, and I'm like. Can I? Am I not going to be able to do anything? <laughs> is there just no informations? Is he one of these people that are just really boring? Right. Because uh, they do exist. And then I scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. Just like a tiny bit. I'm like, no. No. There's a, there's stuff here yeah. that we can talk about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, girl, there's stuff we can talk about. Exciting. And uh, to just like mm, a little... Uh, little appetizer to get mm-hmm. us started. I'm going to start with this quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson. Okay. Um, American writer. G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah. When you say American, I want to say hero. That's why G.I. Joe. I mean, kind of. He's probably kind of. Yeah. Kind of an American hero. He's important. Uh, but he, he wrote of uh, the spooch. Uh-huh. Strange that the New World should have no better luck that broad America must wear the name of a thief. Oh. Amerigo Vespucci, the pickle dealer of Seville. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're dealing with a pickle dealer. <laughs> a pickle man who's also a thief. <laughs> a thief. Is he from Seville or is that just like a joke? He lived there. Okay. Because I was like, I feel like you said he's from uh, Fidense. And so mm. I'm like, I feel like he's being racist. He's he's highly Italian, but he ends yeah. up moving to Spain and living there for like, okay. the rest of his okay. life. Because I was like, is he just like very wrong about where he's from? <laughs> Even though his name is incredibly Italian. The pickle dealer at Seville. <laughs> the pickle boy. So we're dealing with the full-blown pickle dealer. <laughs> I do like pickles. <laughs> uh, and Ooh, We someone- should do history of pickles at some point. Uh, I bet it's pretty good. That's going to be a long history. Sure, but we can just, you know. Yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> anyway. Pickle, <laughs> Pickle man. That's <laughs> a spicy dill holes. Pickle back. All the way. So I'm, I also want to read you just like a snippet of what Wikipedia was giving me, and this is why I was despairing. Please. Uh, quote, sailing from Portugal around 1501 to 1502, Vespucci demonstrated that Brazil and the West Indies were not Asia's eastern outskirts, as initially conjectured from Columbus's voyages, Idiot. but a separate, unexplored landmass colloquially known as the New World. In 1507, the new continent was named America after the Latin version of Vespucci's first name. And at this point, I was like, I should just go to bed. This guy's a wash. <laughs> I'm done with it. There's no way to, there, there's no way. Right. Uh, it's but, pretty boring. But no, he's a pickle dealer and a thief, <laughs> and we'll get to it. Uh, I, I found so he's endlessly fascinating. <laughs> I love pickle dealer just because it's fun to say. It's very funny. Uh, he That wasn't like a big part of his life. Sure. He, he helped uh, outfit ships that were going. I think he worked with Columbus maybe once or twice mm-hmm. even when he was going out for his voyages. Nice. And I think pickle is just... Uh, universally unheroic, and that's why Emerson <laughs> used it. It's pretty good. <laughs> just, just throughout all time, dealing with pickles is like you can't be like a grand person if you have a no, pickle in your hand. Probably not. You can't. But he's probably a tasty boy. Mm, tasty boy, mm, full of vinegar and cucumber. <laughs> mm, delicious, salty. So, 
Vespucci. He uh, was born and raised in Florence. He's the third son of a notary. Hmm. Uh, he was born in 1454 and uh, died in 1512. That's why he's allowed to traipse off on ships because he's the third son. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he's his, not even a spare, <laughs> and his family's pretty well to do. He's a bonus boy, and both of his older siblings are uh, brothers. Yeah, yeah. So like, he's fine. The family tries though, like they're well to do. Yeah, they have money. Sure. Uh, the you know the birth of Venus that fam- famous Botticelli mm-hmm. painting, the uh, Venus in it yeah. is his cousin-in-law. Oh. Uh, or was modeled after his cousin-in-law, possibly. Awesome. Simonetta Vespucci. Mm. So uh, they got connections. Right. He's not, like, slumming it completely. No. Uh, so Amarigo's elder brothers were sent to the U of Pisa for academic study. <laughs> and uh, U Pisa. <laughs> U Pisa. And they tried you to Pisa send... What? <laughs> you Pisa what? You Pisa what? You want a piece of meat? <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> anyway. One source I read said that he, he preferred the mercantile life. But what this really means is that he flunked out and his dad made him get a job. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> he like, he he couldn't finish Latin or Greek. Yeah. He was just so bad at it. Hmm. He's like one of these rich kids that goes to college and he just like cannot deal with all of the, like, good things in life. Sure. So he just ends up, like, slumming it. He's just not an academic boy. That's fine. Yeah. Who <laughs> needs Latin and Greek? What do I need it for? And they're like, I don't know, to read books? And he's like, I can get someone to read a book for me. You want to read a book? Hell no, I hate books. <sighs> books are for nerds. Dad. And he's kind of a nerd. We'll get to that. Mm. One source I was reading was like, Eh, about his education uh, because he was misquoting ancient philosophers, but they're like, but look at how good he is at uh, quoting Petrarch and Dante. It's like, are you kidding me? He's from Florence. Mm-hmm. Of course he can quote Dante. Come on. And Petrarch. Yeah. Like, by the time period, it's like he's the business. Like, any Italian can quote Dante. Any human can quote Dante. Almost. I don't think that's true. No, most. Many. I don't think I could. Yeah, you sure. I bet you could. You just probably don't know it. Maybe. Uh, like Abandon Hope, All Ye Who Enter, that's Dante. Oh, sure. Yeah. See? It's like But Shake- I wouldn't know. It's like Shakespeare. It's so deep. It's so ingrained, yeah. Uh, but you know Dante, even sure, if sure, you sure. don't know it, girl. <laughs> even if you don't know, you do. So he flunked out, uh, and he, he becomes a, a fixer for rich people. He... Um, he like he fetches things when the rich want stuff, and he oh, like okay. arranges deals, and he um, he's like a gopher. He's a gopher. He sells jewels on the side. He's like oh. a small time jewel salesman. Uh, he he's opens up his coat, and it's got jewelry in it. Yeah, uh, kind of. <laughs> uh, and about that level of savory. Yeah. For some of this, <laughs> we have letters from people in his uh, his young adulthood uh-huh. where it's. Mm, it's like ah, uh, it's not like great because yeah. they're taught. They're saying like, "Man, uh, thanks for hooking me up. I really liked the brunette. Could we do it again?" And oh. It's like, oh, you're like pimping. Oh, you're a pimp. Mm. You're a the the spooch is a pimp. 
He's spooching. Mm. I mean, that's one of my favorite parts of Assassin's Creed Mm -hmm. uh, 2 is that you can hire courtesans to just, like, stand around you and dance. And it's like you're not even there. (laughs) It's the same time period. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's alive at the same time as, uh, like, Lorenzo the Magnificent, Mm -hmm. who's in that game. And Ezio, who's not real. And Ezio, who's a real person. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Definitely real. He's from Firenze, too. Yeah, it's all in Firenze. That's why I know how to say it. Uh, And he eventually gets a job working for the Medicis. Hey. Speaking of... Not for the head Lorenzo, because mm. uh, he's like a little scrub boy. Yeah, uh, but he, his patron is Lorenzo uh, di Piero Francesco de Medici, ah. who took up the head of business after the big Lorenzo died well. in 1492. Yeah, everything happens in 1492. It's important. So Columbus sucks. He's an idiot. Yeah, this is all like. Early we need to do an episode so about Columbus so we can just have another trash on somebody episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I have a lot of feelings about how stupid he is. And I feel like people give him too much credit as far as not being stupid. Mm-hmm. And I disagree. Because yeah. I'm like, if you could do math, um, you'd know you aren't in India. You're an idiot. I mean, it's, it's hard because, like, at the time, they didn't know there was a whole continent there. So, they thought there was just a small ocean but like, between if you just use Europe your brain. and Asia. For how long it takes for you to get other places. And then how long it took you to get here. I feel like you should be able to figure it out. I, I mean, maybe the Earth is just a lot smaller than we thought. No, they already did math in the ancient <laughs> Greek time. They already did the math. They know how big it is. They did the math. It's not that hard. The curvature of the <laughs> Earth. So he's stupid. Yeah. Anyway... But uh, Vespucci is less stupid. Probably. No. No? Okay. Never mind. No. He, um, <laughs> it's, I mean, we can talk about who's stupider. Sure. It's, uh, it's close. All, all explorers are kind of stupid. Yeah. I mean, that's the point of, like, exploration is, like, you don't know. Yeah. And that, like, you have to have a certain level of, like, bravado to do exploration, which generally is not people who are very intelligent. Mm-hmm. It seems disproportionate Yeah, how much you feel like you can just do stuff to how yeah. smart you are. There's a reason why, like, all the first astronauts were military. Yeah. And not, like, scientists. Geniuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The smartest boys and girls. That was later when it was more safe. Smartest boys and girls are sitting in Texas being like, you okay up there, buddy? How you doing? You okay, big guy? We're dying. It's great. They're all in Houston. Uh, Okay, so what are we talking about? He gets a job for the Medici's. Yeah. Vespucci. Yeah. Um, He's a pimp. He's a pimp. Sells jewelry out of his coat. Yeah, just a street rat of a boy. (laughs) I know, especially for a noble. What are you doing? Yeah, it's like. You're, this is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. But he does start working for the Medici's, and I think he kind of has to class up. That's his less embarrassing. Act a bit. It is very entry level. He's like in charge of the silver and the mm-hmm. dining arrangements sure. and like dusting and stuff. He's he's guarding one of those rooms that I sneak into and steal uh-huh. stuff from. <laughs> you killed him. It's and just a room that has treasure in it for no I, reason. I hope they let us go inside. <laughs> Why you keep saying that? <laughs> uh, when he's when he's older. Uh, he sent to Spain to take advantage of uh, burgeoning business opportunities. Burgeoning business. Uh, at least partially because of uh, Isabella and Ferdinand mm-hmm. kicking out all of the Jews and Arabs. 
Mm. of the country. Gotcha. So there's a hole in the market. There's a big hole. Mm. Uh, A big racist hole. Just a big racist hole. This is the Alhambra Decree. See, this is amazing to me, too. It's funny because, like, you know, there's a thing of, like, of the time period, people act a certain way. Mm-hmm. But then there's also, like, I was just reading about someone who's a very close time period who's, like, being very, very tolerant of people, like, <laughs> yeah. actively trying, and yeah. those people are, like, not good enough. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what? They're trying to be nice to you, and they don't have to be. They're they're in charge of the country. It's very unusual, even. Right. Whereas they could be doing this. <laughs> and to be, uh, I don't know. Uh, they make a lot of really bad decisions in Spain around this time. Sure. Eventually, they put Vespucci in, like, he's like the head of the Navy. (laughs) And he doesn't know how to sail. Mm. I mean, they're making bad investments in boats left and right. (laughs) It's it's really astonishing, like, how bad... I mean, it does work out for them. Uh, yeah, uh... Pretty well, as far as territory. Yeah, in the short run. Yeah, yeah. In the short run. True. Uh, Better for them than Portugal. Portugal gets the very short shaft. The shaft. (laughs) By which we mean, like, Brazil. Brazil only. (laughs) Right, nothing wrong with Brazil, but... Uh, But, uh... Not look at everything else. Not as hugely profitable. No. Um, Hard to get a lot of profit out of that river basin. Yeah. Um, And all the evil (laughs) death that lurks within it. (laughs) It'll just chew you up. There's so many animals that want to kill you Murder you. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So uh, Vespucci stays in Spain for a good long while. Uh, This is like when he's 50. So this is like. Oh, he's old. Later in life. Okay. Uh, At this point, he's definitely middle-aged. He's been oh, so on he a, doesn't become a sailboy until he's old. Yeah, until he's oh. old. He's been on a boat once in his life. Once. Uh, which on was, a boat. Like, he's not working, or is he working? I, he's working in, like, on the land. You no, know? but when he was on the boat, was he working? No, that was the trip from Florence to Barcelona. Oh, God. That was the trip across the Mediterranean, of which he was a passenger. Which people have done for thousands of years. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, when he's in Spain... This is kind of a a lot of stuff about his biography is hazy. Yeah. And academics even now are arguing about what's true, what's not, what do we know, what do we not know. Right. Uh, and Write stuff down, Amerigo. And the thing that he, well, we'll get to it. Okay. Uh, they, they argue. Yeah. They don't know what happens. But in this Historians period, love arguing <laughs> they, they, about the tiniest details of nonsense. They even were arguing about it. In like while he was alive, wow! They're like, there's no way this is true. Hmm. Oh, so they think what he wrote was fake. Yeah. Ah, they're like, there's no way. That's fair. But before he goes on his trips, yeah, he um, apparently decides the merchant life isn't for him, and he wants to go sailing. Pirates' life is a life for me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So he starts. He's basically a land pirate. So he starts like studying. Uh, astronomy and cartography and how to use, like, all mm. the tools. Astrolabe. Uh, it's sort of like if at the age of 50, having been on a plane once in your life, you start reading books about planes and decide you want to be a pilot. And you're like, I can do this. This isn't hard. Mm, I could do this. Yeah. And then going on a plane trip, you decide you're actually the best pilot in the fleet. <laughs> well, after one. After, like, 
maybe two trips, yeah. you decide you're the best pilot, which is even funnier because at the time they call the navigators pilots. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm the best pilot boy. I'm amazing pilot man. The best pilot man. See, but the, at the same time, it's like sailors don't want to go somewhere they haven't been before. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it's like maybe he is just because he's <laughs> willing to do it. It's, uh, you, you, I think you get a pass when you're Columbus's crew. Sure. Uh I think one of the reasons he wants to go is that he hears from Columbus that there are troves of really rich uh, pearl beds. Mm. And he wants to go for those jewels. That money, though. He wants to be so good for his jewelry business out of his coat. (laughs) It's just a scheme. It's a get rich scheme on the ocean. It's a Ponzi scheme. (laughs) It's a Ponzi. (laughs) He's the Ponzi. He's Mr. Ponzi. Mr. Ponzi. Amerigo was Ponzi. So yeah, we have no idea why he decides to do it, but it's probably money and pearls and Sure. Stuff. And they know where to go. Columbus is like, it's right here. It's like, boop. Uh, so whatever the reason, he goes. He, uh, Didn't we talk about Columbus dying of syphilis or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about. Uh, <laughs> That's what I know. <laughs> Yeah. Like, not too long after he gets back, right? Um, yeah, not like that long after. Yeah. Because otherwise, long. wouldn't he keep doing it? Yeah. Probably. But no, he's dead. That's why they picked Vespucci, because our, their main guy is dead. <laughs> he uh, he had a monopoly, like a charter, with the king and queen, and he lost it. And after that, it was just floodgates. Bye. Everyone was like, I'm getting rich. I gotta go. I gotta get rich. I mean, that's fair. Uh, but it's still, you know, risky, because they don't have it mapped out very well. Right. So, uh, and I mean, tides and winds and tides stuff. Tides and storms. winds and who knows what. Ooh. He, uh, Vespucci, writes... Uh, long letters back to Lorenzo. Okay. And uh, about his four supposed voyages oh, to the New World. Supposed. Two for Spain, two for Portugal. Two mm-hmm. are kind of north, two are south. Okay. And uh, we see, even today, Vespucci's uh, fingers all over the map. So he's going for Spain and for Portugal. Yeah. So he cheating on Spain mm-hmm. with Portugal. Yeah. That's not very nice. No. But um, he make, uh, make that money. He's a not a nice man. <laughs> I don't think we could call him a nice man. He's not very. Um, <laughs> he's not doing it for the like philanthropy. Well, no. But like, he's not a loyal dude. No, he doesn't care at all. Uh, he's Italian. <laughs> wow, racist. Well, I mean, if he was loyal, wouldn't he be <laughs> going for Italy? Going for Italy. I mean, only if they pay for him to go. Yeah, and they won't pay. He's going for who's going to pay. See, but then once he finds someone who pays, he immediately goes to someone else who will pay. That's where he's not loyal to me. They paid more. Because I'm like, I get it if you're like, well, I want to go, but these people aren't going to support me. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you work for a university and they don't want to fund your research, it's like you go to the next place that says they're going to fund it. Mm -hmm. But then after that, you don't go to a new place that says they're going to fund it too. Mm -hmm. That's not okay. Yeah, I'm not... I didn't actually look up why he switched. It might be because the uh, the Portuguese ships were going different places. Sure. Because, of course, those ones were going south. Right. Down along South America. Mm-hmm. South America. <laughs> America. But we uh, we see Vespucci's influence all over, uh-huh. even today. When he's on one of his trips, he notices one of the villages prop up their uh, houses above the water, and it reminds him of Venice. He's oh. like, oh, it's like little Venice. Cute. Which in Spanish is Venezuela. Ah, ah, cute. How cute. 
And little uh, nasty swampland. Yay! <laughs> little swamp monsters. Little gross swamp time. Venezuela. Venezuela is beautiful. Uh, allegedly. Not insulting you, Venezuela. Only insulting Venice. Only Venice. They're swamp, Venencia. They're swamp creatures and they know it. Right. If you say it, Venencia, then it's a lot closer mm-hmm. to Venezuela. Yeah. Mm. Allegedly, on one of his voyages with the Portuguese, uh, on the 1st of January, early in January, uh, while they Happy were... Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> uh, they were down along the side of Brazil. They didn't know it was Brazil. Sure. But uh, they I found... I mean, it wasn't yet. They found the opening of a big river, and he's like, oh, he notes it in his journal as Rio de Janeiro. Oh. River of January. Ah. Ah. Big old fancy river. Which, uh, if I was naming that river, I would have been like, big old fat river boy. <laughs> Rio de Bigo. <laughs> Ooh, that's a big river. <laughs> like Rio Grande, but I would have been like, big fat river. <laughs> I mean, Rio de Gordo. <laughs> Rio Gordo. That's a fat river. <laughs> uh, Don't you wish I named stuff? I wish you'd been there. That's better. So... I mentioned letters. The mm-hmm. only reason we know any of this at all, the reason we even know his name, yeah. is because he wrote letters. Right. Uh, and uh, he he wasn't a map maker. He didn't he didn't really discover anything. He wasn't there first. Right. He wasn't even the first European. He wasn't even the first Italian. Right. Uh, so like, why do we care? It's because of these letters. Mm. And um, the problem is we don't have any of the originals anymore. That's a problem. It's a problem because at the same Hmm. time, the printing press is getting, like, its big heyday. Right. The Gutenberg press is about 50 years old. So it's the business. Um, And people are just like... All about this new technology. It's like, you know, when a technology first gets introduced, it's really expensive. But then mm-hmm. after some time goes by, it's less expensive. Yeah. And then, like, people can get it. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening. I was reading somewhere that I forget if it was Florence or Venice, but there were, like, 200 different, uh, like, printers in just one city. Mm. And they're all competing. It's That's like a, a lot. A huge, very cutthroat business. Right. And it's such a new technology already. It enables people to print things quickly and cheaply and efficiently just get them all over the place before it's possible for anyone to fact check. Right. Or even think about fact checking. Hooray! Fake Hooray. news time! It's fake news! Fake news is born! Not actually. It's it's happened before this. Yeah, but it's happened. It's just so easy now. Yeah, it's easy to disseminate the fake news. Yeah, the printing press is like the Twitter of its day. Right. It's so fast and easy. It's like, yeah. it's unbelievable mm-hmm. how easy. You don't have to have monks like writing night and day to make one pamphlet anymore. And it also makes books way cheaper, mm-hmm. which means that the common folk can get the books. So, so more people be getting books. Without the original letters, or we other have stuff. no idea if the copies that are being printed are actually what he wrote. Yeah. Or Wait, if, so are they printing copies of his letters is what they say? Yeah. So they're okay. saying they're printing copies of his letters. The actual copies is what they're saying. Is what they're saying. Right. It's possible, and we're pretty sure on at least one of them that... Definitely, the printers are just fabricating something uh-huh. and putting his name on it and kind of cobbling it together with other travelogue narratives. Gotcha. 
Uh, and even today, people, every historian has like their own theory of which of the letters are true and which ones aren't and which voyages he went on and which mm. ones he didn't. Did Lorenzo write down like in his journal or something about his letters or no? I mean, not that I can see. Okay. Because I'm just, because at first when you said that we didn't have them, I was like, oh, so we're going on like what Lorenzo wrote down, but no. No. We're going off of what someone printed, which could be entirely wrong. <laughs> I know. It's all he printed. Woohoo! Yeah, it's hard to say. Well, and this this is a good point for like what we've talked about previously that like just because something is old or is a uh, quote unquote primary source um, doesn't mean that it's right. Yeah, or that it's better than mm -hmm. other things. Yeah, it's it's a it is always a fascinating look into that culture. Yeah, and what people were thinking and doing. Yes, so that doesn't mean it's factually true no it's like you know like when i talked about catherine at this like same time period essentially mm -hmm. um of all these people writing down all her like crazy party antics and it's <laughs> yeah. like it's all from like frat boys it's like this isn't real yeah um just because they wrote it doesn't mean it's a real thing and especially when you're getting into printing game and it's competitive and they're trying to get those dollars that they're like let's print something crazy it becomes the tabloid game they're yeah. trying to get the most extreme uh saucy right uh pamphlet or book they can of course and they do it's well and it's a thing too of i think when people like look back in time that like the farther you go back the harder it is for them to see themselves yeah right because because like technology is so different and priorities are so different and beliefs are so different mm -hmm. that it doesn't feel like it's almost like you're not the same species, yeah. you know, and you don't have to go that far back before people like really lose the connection. Yeah. Um, but it's this stuff that shows you it's all the same all the time. Oh, it's all the same. Girl. You know, like when we looked at like ancient Egypt and they had like um, graffiti, like nasty graffiti. Yeah, nasty, sexy graffiti <laughs> yeah. happening. It's like it's the same. And like this is the same. This it's, is tabloids and this is same. fake news and it's clickbait. And uh, I said even contemporaries were immediately like mm, the facts aren't. Uh, they don't check out. Like right, one that of, makes sense. One of the dates on these letters, like we can confirm that he he says himself that he was in Portugal. <laughs> like he definitely wasn't going on this trip. Yeah, and there's no reason for him to lie. And and the the claims. I'm gonna read you some of the passages from this. Please, they are so outrageous. <laughs> I'm so excited. It, it reads like if Playboy did Jonathan Swift. <laughs> Which, like John, like golfers travels oh, itself no. is a is a fun kind yeah. of satire on this genre. Oh, uh, okay. which is uh, you know just travel narratives and exotic yeah. travels and ooh, what are the natives sexy doing? sexy foreign exotic time? Right, it's just it's so new because they just discovered it. Right, uh, and so they can get away with everything. Uh -huh. uh, so. And I, and I mean, before you start, sorry. Yeah. In a way, it's propaganda, too, right? Yeah. Like, you want to keep going, and you want sailors to be willing to go with you, and they mm -hmm. read this, and they're like, hell yeah. There's a whole yeah. bunch of hot ladies, and there's a whole bunch of money, and, like, really good food, and exactly. it's beautiful. Yeah. Instead of, like, oh, you're going to be on a boat for, like, a couple months, and it's going to be horrible, and you might die He's before we even get there. They oversell it real hard. Yeah. Real hard. It's brilliant. It is the American way. Amazing. <laughs> Thanks, America. Uh, but he write and another problem is yeah. that even if the letters were uh, like originally printed like correctly, yeah, there's no uh, First Amendment 
There's no authorship rights. There's yeah. no copyright. Right. So you can reprint them and change them however you want. Yeah. And we have no idea what's, you know, what was the first one. Right. It's very hard to tell. They're not, like, super dating things very well. And I would be, I'd almost be disappointed if the printing presses at the time weren't making up their own narratives. Or at least, like, and some spice. Yeah, right? Like, why would, how could you not? You gotta. How could you not add some spice? It's the most exciting thing. He's in a whole new place that no one's ever been. Uh, So, um... Uh, Amerigo thought uh, he was a good navigator. He was not. <laughs> but uh, None of them are. But also ghostwriters would perhaps help explain why all of the navigational notes are completely wrong. Mm. Like uh, if they had used the directions that he gives in his letters, they would have ended up in Oregon. What? Like, they're very, very wrong. Like, they'd go around? No, just through. Oh. Through. No, you can't get there then. Through Alexis. They didn't know there well, was... Well, then they wouldn't end up in Oregon. They'd end up in, like, Texas. <laughs> and then they wouldn't be able to go anywhere. <laughs> You're uh, there. Oh, no. They're very wrong. Uh, he claimed to be able to read Longitude by Celestial Observations, which is, uh, like, a well-known... Uh, I mean, that's how you do it at the time. Sure. Lunar distance. But it's very difficult. Yeah. It's not automated. No. You, the best people uh, at the time who are good at this have been doing it for years and years and years. Yeah. And it's almost more just experience and feel for the tools than it is accuracy Mm -hmm. for, like, how good they are. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they, it's just everything's wrong. Like from <laughs> 900 to like several thousand miles off. Oh. It's a lot. Which is like, you know, there's that thing about um, when you're on a journey on like a boat or a plane. And even if you're like a minor degree off that it gets you way, way, way off. Yeah. Yeah. Long distances. Yeah. Uh, it's totally plausible that he wrote some of these letters. The... The tropes aren't new yeah. or strange. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, every explorer to on the, you know, uh, trail to the east was writing similar things. Sure. When, you know, from Europe. Like Marco Polo and stuff. Yeah. They're, I mean, we write the same things now. We write sci-fi. It's all Yeah. It's like, all wow, similar. everything's mystical and amazing here. You um, don't want to go to a planet that's boring. It's, it's all spin and outrageously fantastic. Yeah. Like hot. Naked ladies, desperate for white junk. Everywhere. Uh, magic potions that are like Viagra. A giant clamshell that pops open. There's like 130 pearls in there. No. It's like dragons. <laughs> There's dragons. Dragon. There's dragons, Alexis. Oh, no. Uh, pygmies and an island of giant women. I mean, maybe. Island of giant women. But probably not. They meet one like super cannibal. Who says he's eaten more than, like, 300 people. That's a lot. That's, like, a lot. Um, I'm actually going to quote some of his, but I want to quote some of Columbus's just uh, for contrast. Okay. This is, uh, allow me to quote directly. Uh, There are seven to eight types of palm trees on the island. (laughs) There are also pine trees, lots of rivers, just, wow, so many pine trees. Wow, the trees. Wow, they're really big. It's like seven types of palm trees. They're so much bigger than our palm trees. Lots of rivers. Wow. Wow. So river. Big fat river. Much island. (gasps) Beautiful. (laughs) Unquote. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh no! Obviously not a yeah direct quote. I think we know. Um, but yeah, so let me read some. They do not practice matrimony among them. Each man taking as many wives as he likes. Ew! And when he's tired of a woman, he repudiates her without either injury to himself or shame to the woman. Ew! It's just like a big orgy. No. Um, the woman has the same liberty as a man. They are not very jealous, but... Disagree. <laughs> uh, but just lu- lusty beyond measure. Oh, yeah. The women much more so than the men. Oh. I do not further refer to their contrivances for satisfying their inordinate desire so that I may not offend against modesty. Oh, I'm going to offend our sensibilities. Which he uh, does in the next paragraph. Yeah. Um, when he goes on about the women having perfect, immortal breasts that never get flabby, and they're urged by excessive... How would he know? He's been there for like a day! Excessive lust! He just lined up all the women from young to old and was like, let's see your boobs. Are they flabby? Do they get flat? (laughs) Even the old one have perfect boobs. Yeah, I saw the oldest woman's boobs there, and they're perky and beautiful. They're immortal. (laughs) That would be creepy almost. They're defiling and prostituting themselves, Alexis. Oh, yeah, great. Um, yeah, themselves. They want to. Yeah, they definitely wanted to. Yeah. Um, they eat little flesh unless it be human flesh. <laughs> That's just not. No. <laughs> and your magnificence, Lorenzo, must know that they are so inhuman as to transgress regarding this most bestial custom. For they eat all their enemies that they kill or take, as well females as males, with so much barbarity that it is a brutal thing to mention how much more to see it as has happened to me an infinite number of times. They were astonished at us when we told them that we did not eat our enemies. Hmm. Oh, also they took slaves. Sure. Like 200 slaves. Yeah, Um, of course. Yeah. We made sail for Spain with 222 prisoners, 85 our slaves, and arrived to the port of Cadiz on the 15th of October, 1498, where we were well received and where we sold our slaves. Like, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Hard to find good help here that's free. That was the first trip. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm going to say, like, weird, I don't know weird plan I guess I guess if you're trying to get two different kinds of people or maybe it's the same kind of person being like man lots of hot ladies also they (laughs) might eat us um so there's that they're all like different tribes some of them are so dangerous and exotic and some of them are hot and exotic yeah so I guess maybe you're just trying to get the same daredevil-y kind of person yeah but it's like it's weird that we're making an appeal to like, ooh, don't you want to have sex with them and also watch them eat someone? <laughs> it's like, whoa. You can have adventure and sex. And maybe you could eat someone. Yeah. Do you Have you ever wanted to eat someone not for medical purposes? Yeah. Just like for fun? Yeah. You could. Just taste them? Just like for fun. Tasty. Just taste them. On the, on the second trip, there's more cannibals. Way more cannibals. I think they actually see one of their crew get eaten. Ooh. Or so they say. Exciting. Uh, and then he, I hope that's true because it's funny. <laughs> I know. They kind of deserve it. Yeah. They, they go to the supposed island of the giants of giant women. Mm-hmm. They were much taller than a large man who may well be tall, uh, but better proportioned. <laughs> wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Our intention, this is gross, our intention was to take the young girls by force and to bring them to Castile as a wonderful thing. Great. He wants um, uh, just, uh, you know. Just steal some women. Just steal, you know, just a souvenir. Women. Yeah, to show how beautiful and large they are. 
Yeah, just souvenir women. We'll just take these Amazon women home. Yeah. Uh, he talks about the magic penis potion. <laughs> yep. People slaughtering human flesh. It's It just goes on. Mm-hmm. Dragons. Yeah, dragons, dragons, dragons. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's, it just, it's so expected. Sure. In a way. Yeah. Like, of course this is what you would write when you go off to a foreign land with people that don't look like you. Mm-hmm. I mean... Europeans are going to be writing very similar things when they come and uh, meet the natives in North America and start sure. settling there. Yep. That's going to be a big thing for the pilgrims. It's not going to have as many dragons, but yeah. it's all going to be very sensationalized. It's probably not going to be quite as slutty, too, because they're very <laughs> religious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's going to be like, wow, the bounty of the land. And wow, these people are so nice and they're so helpful. Oh, and the bounty. There is a bit of uh, more slut shaming because pilgrims yes. are very... Um, you know, wait till marriage types and, yeah. oh, those natives are just so beastly. Yeah, they keep trying to sex me. And I'm like, get away. Yeah. God won't let you. I roll. Yep. So, yeah, we have no copies. We mm-hmm. have no idea what he actually wrote. Right. Uh, historians are, they tend to be either on the uh, opinion that he is a almost pathological liar. Sure. Or... Uh, that people were just scamming under his name left and right. And I mean, or honestly, yeah, I was going to say, like, both. to me, usually the answer is like in the middle. And so it's <laughs> yeah. like probably he is saying a lot of nonsense and people are hearing it. And then if he gives if they find a letter that's not as sensational, they're like, let's add some stuff. That's like, Or even if it's that. already sensational, if someone's already printed it and they read it, they're like, you know what? I can make it better than this. Not enough boobs. Yeah. The other one had a lot of boobs and we sold a million copies. Right, and this one's just not as interesting. So. This one isn't selling like hotcakes. We need to uh, bump it up. We need more. And it is telling that the fourth letter, the last one, is the one that most scholars agree is definitely fake. Yeah, because over time they're like getting the idea they're getting and thirstier. Pump it up. Yeah. Uh, so in 1507. His letters, or at least one of them, finds their way to some academics in France mm. who are publishing a new edition of uh, Ptolemy's Geography, or they're working on it. Okay. Specifically, a man named Matthias Ringman, who read one of the letters and saw Vespucci had described going far south enough that under Ptolemy's map, he would have gone right over the edge. Ah, of, like, the, of the world. Of, of the whole world. Gotcha. Like, there's, there's no more world Yeah, for the ancients. Mm-hmm. They're like, that's the end of it. That doesn't make sense. That's like as far as it goes. Yep. It's very small. Uh, and he teams up with a uh, small German cartographer named Martin Walsi Müller. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is he German? Yes. <laughs> he is. Mm. Good guess. Uh, that second guy, uh, Valsi Müller, 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 Müller. Mm. <laughs> that second guy, he's really he's the important one. He's maybe the most important guy in the whole story, mm. in the history of this story, uh, because he's the one who named America. Ah, uh, he makes one random German man, <laughs> <laughs> one big map uh, that he makes in the book they publish has America on it, and this is the first time it's ever published. Ah. It's kind of right on the tail of South America. 
And uh, he, he's kind of talked into it, we think, by a friend of his who's super obsessed with Amarigo's letters. Uh, he's just, oh my gosh, there's ooh, so many boobies. So spicy. So spice. Um, and he, he later changed his mind and none of the other maps have America on them. Uh, but it, it sticks. It's too late. Yep. It's too late. And so within, some things are just too catchy. Within 30 years, uh, cartographers are putting North and South America on the different areas of the map. And it's like it's it's over. Right. It's too late. See, and that's like it's so weird because here's pictures of his uh, his map. Oh, yeah. Right. On, right on the tippity tip of the bottom. Mm-hmm. So I say it's so weird because most places are named like a name. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, like like after words that mean something, mm-hmm. and not that I'm sure Amerigo means something, but it's like from his name we convert it to a new name for the place, and then like if you ask almost anyone what America means, like the word, they're mm-hmm. gonna have no idea. Like, what's yeah. the definition of the word America? It's gonna be like freedom, yeah, <laughs> or something. It's gonna be stupid. some stupid propaganda thing instead yeah. of like. Actually, knowing the root word, mm-hmm. like, I don't know but, what it is. Uh, that is a well-founded inkling of suspicion you have. Yeah, and people since like the seventeen uh, hundreds, I want to say, since like the eighteenth century, were like, "Ah, oh, does it make sense though?" <laughs> yeah, that's like why. Oh, do you know what Amerigo means? Because I just looked it up. Well, not that so much. But I mentioned the cartographer rules. No, no, I know. I just was wondering if you know what the word meant. Oh. Like um, the name, Amerigo. His name? Uh, not really. According to this think baby names, why would you ever name? Don't. It means work ruler or home ruler. <laughs> yeah. uh, so um, Fancy. In 1888, and this is there's an earlier one as well, uh, George C. Hurlbut... <laughs> No. <laughs> yes. No. George C. Hurlbut uh-huh. publishes in the Journal of the American Geographical Society of New York uh, an article called The Origin of the Name America. This is in 1888. Yeah. And he's advancing a theory put forth by a Mr. Jules Marcot, uh, who wrote in the Atlantic as well as the Paris Geographical Society in 1875. Mm-hmm. Um, and he holds that both... Columbus and uh, Amerigo had both heard of a specific mountain range in Nicaragua uh, called the Amerique Mountains. Oh. Where uh, there was gold in them hills. Yeah. And suggested that maybe this was a uh, more reasonable origin for the name. Sure. Which I, I, I kind of like it. Sure. It, it's, it's at least um, native-based. It's a Mayan tribe, Mayan word. Uh-huh. And I think it means um, da, 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 like the place where wind blows or the country where the wind blows sure. strongly. That's nice. But it's also possible some cartographer just threw in the word as a joke. Yeah. Um, and then it just kind of stuck. Never make map jokes. Don't make map jokes. They'll just stay, and that's weird. Yeah. It's like when map makers put the fake cities yeah. in so yeah. that, that they're like, this is my map, and if you have this fake city, you copied me. And it's like, what? You copied me. I didn't realize that's such a big problem. <laughs> you had to add fake cities. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But uh, 
there's a note on that first map where uh the German one. The yeah, the German one where he's like um uh, I mean, I just thought I'd put him America because, you know, America was there. Sure. And Europe and Asia are named after women, so, like, why not? Okay. Yeah, why not name after a dude? Yeah, well, why don't we get any respect? Yeah. What about the men? Who's Asia named after? I'm not sure. So it's say Europa. Yeah. I have no idea. Also, I have... Never thought about it. I have memes for you. <laughs> That's hilarious. But it's uh, Amerigo Vespucci. Columbus discovered a new continent. People start calling it America. Columbus, am I a joke to you? <laughs> yes. Don't worry. We have Columbia. Yeah, we have lots of uh, Columbias. Yeah. Many, so you're here. Many Columbias. We have cities and universities and a country. You got you got a yeah. country, so, like, settle down. And uh, our... Like, our government sits in Colombia, so it's fine. Yeah, it's a district. Deal with it. And you still have a day despite all the murder. Yeah. So. I mean, it's slowly becoming not your day, but. Yeah. It's more like a make fun of you day. Yeah. The day about people you hurt. Yeah. Which I'm not mad about. If no. You know. It's good. An anti-colonialism day is probably needed. No, I like, yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In case you're wondering, we are anti-Columbus and positive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, in conclusion, I guess Vespucci was not much of anything. He didn't say anything about pickles. Yeah, I mean, he didn't really do anything with oh. pickles. He, like, helped. I thought there was going to be a pickle story. People um, pickled a lot of food on long voyages, so it lasted longer, and he probably sold pickles, and pickles are unheroic, so Emerson just called him Lumpy. a pickle. Pickle dealer. Pickle man. Dirty pickle dealer. He wasn't special. No. He wasn't, uh, he was just a land-loving I mean, Florentine. He died penniless. Good. He he wasn't even getting any money off of all those pamphlets. I mean, most, uh, most explorers are pretty nasty. Mm-hmm. Like, the only one I can think of off the top of my head that I don't think is, like, inherently terrible is Magellan. Mm-hmm. And it's like... I only I think that's only because he just wanted the th- record. Yeah. You know? It's like it's not about going there and getting money and finding chicks. He's like, yeah. we just gotta go. The only like the only reason he wasn't as bad as everyone else is he didn't get off the ship enough. Yeah. He was in a, such a rush. Well, and like like this that his aim is different. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else is like, I'm gonna conquer some stuff and get some ladies and some money. And he's mm-hmm. like, What if I just go all the way around? Yeah. I'm gonna be so cool. And then he doesn't make it. And then he doesn't do it. Oh, he's so close. Spoilers, he falls off the edge. <laughs> of the world. Of the world. It's, you can't go all the way around. It's <laughs> and, not round. And it's hollow. I'm kidding. We're it's not. full of lizards. <laughs> it's hollow. <laughs> We're kidding. Uh, it's We're not, not flat earthers. It's, it's not hollow. It's the dumbest thing in it's, the world. It's, it's provable. It's rather round. It's not a perfect sphere. No. It's an... Uh, an oblong, oblong spheroid or something. It's a little eggy, and it's not hollow. No, it needs stuff in it. It's got fire inside. It's got fire and heavy metals that Mm -hmm. create um, an ionized atmosphere Mm. that keep us safe from solar rays. Thanks, thanks. You make life possible until we destroy it. It's fun. I mean, I don't think we can destroy the core. No, I meant more like. Ozones. Oh, situations. I mean, whatever. 
<laughs> whatever. Like, whatever. I tell you, one time I looked it up because I was like, why can't we fix it? Uh-huh. It's, it's like, it shouldn't be that hard, right? And it was like, no, it's very hard. And I was like, oh, okay. Because Jeff Bezos won't pay his taxes. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Just pay your taxes. Come on. Fix the O. <laughs> fix the O. We put the O in ozone. <laughs> the triple O, because it's oxygen three. Triple O. That's your chemistry oh, for oh, today. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Anyway, now you know. Marigot Vespucci, nasty boy. I'm a regal pickle dealer. Oh, we're not supposed to say boy anymore. <laughs> oh, we had a... We had a... A tongue lashing over boy. Yes, our our fan Ashley sent us an email. <laughs> Thanks, Ashley. Uh, I don't think we said boy too much. No, I said it once and then I pulled back. I said it about the river, mm-hmm. but then I just called it Fat River, so <laughs> I didn't put boy in it's it. A fat boy. I could have. I could have said Rio de Nino Gordo, but I didn't. Yeah. What if we say it in a different language? Is that better, Ashley? <laughs> <laughs> Can we ruin other words for you <laughs> from other languages? <laughs> uh, rowdy Nino. <laughs> Email us and let us know. <laughs> Nino Rowdy. Just, what, whatever place he's from, whatever man person we're talking about, we'll just have to get their languages word. I mean, that'll expand our brains, if yeah. nothing else. You'll, you guys will learn with us. You'll know boy in every language <laughs> <laughs> that we talk about. What is boy in French? Uh, Gasson, I think, is boy. Hmm. What is rowdy? <laughs> I have no idea. What is dirty? Mm, I don't remember. Because hmm. I need to learn I'm how to say dirty, rowdy boy. In, <laughs> in every language. In, in every language. Yeah. Next time we'll come back and we'll know <laughs> what it is in French and hopefully in other things. It'll be a whole episode. By whatever we're talking about. Yeah. I'm working on one that's in Scotland. But I'm not going to learn Gaelic. I won't do it. Well. <laughs> maybe I'll learn boy. Boy. Yeah. Or in dirty boy, maybe. Okay. But Gaelic in general, I won't learn. Sorry. Ancestors and people who live there. <laughs> I mean, if... It's too hard. If you know what it is... Email us. You can email us. At hystericalhistorypodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to complain about us saying boy, email us. <laughs> Or anything else. If you want to encourage us to keep saying boy, also. We'll get a poll going. (laughs) Get a poll going. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. Um, But please do email us if you have any suggestions for future episodes. If you want to know more about someone we already talked about, maybe we could do that. Possibly. And um, just in general, you're cool. Thank you for listening, peoples. People. Now you know more about the America lands. And um, the spoochy land, and nasty, and the spooch, <laughs> and that dirty nasty spooch. Ninety-eight point nine, the spooch. Ninety-eight point five, the spooch. <laughs> That's a radio thing, in case people don't know. One hundred one point five, the spooch. What other countries might not understand that joke? Eighty-three point one, the spooch. <laughs> anyway, bye. bye. bye.